The Fake Show Podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-Shirt Designs, Mr. Antenna, and by Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. Now your host, Jim Tofty. It's hard to pick which role I like Stacy Keach in over the past several years. He was so good in the new Centurions. He stole the show in the life and times of Judge Roy Bean, which isn't easy because Paul Newman was in that movie. He also co-wrote and co-starred in one of the greatest westerns of them all, Walter Hill's James Gang epic, The Long Riders. He may still be best known as TV's Mike Hammer, also a semi-regular now on Blue Bloods, and is once again hosting American Greed. I've got Stacy Keach on the line from his home in Poland. Hey, Jim. Hey, Stacy. Welcome back. It wasn't that long ago uh, that we talked. I hope that you are well there in Poland. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I guess things are going very well over here. It's a beautiful spring day, and uh, the virus numbers are down, the vaccination numbers are up, so it's all good. Oh, great, great. That's good to hear. Well, your your show that I really love, I've loved it for many years, American Greed, starts again, and the first episode is Inside El Chapo's Empire. We are all very familiar with this story. Did you learn anything new about El Chapo? Well, I, I did. And I, it, it, what I learned was, first of all, how he got apprehended this last time around. I didn't realize it was the result of these two twin uh, drug dealers out of Chicago who earned his trust and then, and then turned on, helped the feds put him away. I didn't know that that's how he got busted this last time. And now they're in hiding, obviously. These guys are yeah. probably in some, who knows where they are. Yeah. But the wives of these two guys are on the show tonight. They're, they were available for interviews. And for the first time, uh, they sit down with the interviews and, they tell us what life was like in the drug trade during those years. Do they do they pixelate their faces? Do they change their voices or, or no? Oh, they do not, which is very, you know, very surprising. I, th- I think that they, I don't think, are, well, you never know, of course, but I don't think that they're targets. I think the, the, the husbands are targets for sure. Yeah. Is he the kind of guy, Stacy, that you could portray in a film? Does he have, I mean, I would imagine he'd have to have some kind of socially redeeming values for you to maybe do a project like that. Well, you know, he was, I mean, a lot of people felt that he was like a Robin Hood or Jesse James, you know, that he robbed the rich, gave, you know, know, because he did provide God knows how many jobs. How many people were working for him and getting paid, and how many people that he actually helped? That you know, obviously he killed a lot of people too. But I mean, I think that there were redeeming qualities in certain people's minds. Makes him a fascinating character. As an actor, you'd be, I think, a great challenge for any actor to play him because the range of his behavior is extreme which is great always for an actor because you get to explore different kinds of behavior on on both sides of the pendulum. So I think, yeah, from an acting point of view, 
fascinating. Great point. I think it was just last year or close to it that the sitcom uh, Titus celebrated its 20th anniversary. And I believe that Christopher Titus was a little intimidated by you when he found out that you were cast in the show. That's what that's the story that he tells. Yeah, <laughs> I think we, that's why I got the part. I, I think I scared him. He thought that that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> right. I want to be scared. Oh, yeah, that was so much fun, that show. We had such a great time. I mean, that was, I think, broke, it broke some ground t- in terms of style because you had black and white Christopher Titus talking to the camera with the, the, the overhanging light. That was one form of reality. Then you had the flashbacks, what happened in his past, and then the current story. So you had three different layers of cake that you could put together that made that show work. And I think it was, in many ways, the first time that that ever happened on television, we just... You had that kind of dimension in a sitcom. Yeah, I think you're right a lot. And a lot of shows use that uh, that flashback uh, situation to this day. You're right about that. Well, and you know, to me, Stacy, it seems like your background on the stage prepared you well for doing a sitcom in front of a live studio audience. You were so good in Man with a Plan and Two and a Half Men. I mean, it's obvious that you were very comfortable. Oh, I love doing comedy. I really do. It's so much fun. I mean, I, I you know, I like drama. But I think if, you had, if somebody put a gun to my head that, you know, you want to make people laugh or make them cry, I would say laugh, laugh. <laughs> I'd rather die laughing than die crying. And I'm enjoying watching reruns of Mike Hammer. A lot of beautiful female guest stars. I saw one the other day that featured a very young Sharon Stone. What was she like to work with at that point in her career? Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. She was, and you knew that she was going to be a big star. You just, you could feel it. Yeah. You know, she had the look. Sexy. I mean, uh, she was wonderful. But that was the, and that was before um, when she became very famous. I think you're thinking of Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. That she became a superstar. Yeah. Uh, Stacy, also on that show, your co-star was Don Stroud. I love that actor. And did you hang out with with Don at all? Because he was kind of a, a crazy guy, oh, wasn't he? Oh, great guy, great guy. Yeah, we we did another picture together. We did another we did another film together called The Killer Inside Me. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he was so good in the Buddy Holly film, and and he's a surfer dude in real life, isn't he? A very good surfer dude, a champion surfer. Yeah. He's, in fact, he lives, he's still, he's in Hawaii. He lives in Hawaii now. I loved you in the uh, Hemingway miniseries. Did you get a chance to see the recent Ken Burns documentary on Hemingway? Wonderful, wonderful. And I'm, I'm recent, and I'm doing a, uh, a one-man show on Hemingway called Pamplona. In fact, I'm in the process of just getting it ready to, you know, to start to take it on the road. Uh, no, I love the Ken Burns. I thought it was terrific. Just terrific. That is great. So any future projects on TV or in film that you're excited about? Well, I'm, I'm very excited about American Greed, obviously. That's why we're, you know, here. But I, I'm also very, uh, I'm going to be doing a, uh, a movie with John Sayles later this year. I, I, I did a, a film with him some time ago called Honey Dripper. I'm going to be working with him again. And uh, I love working with Tom Selleck on Blue Bloods, playing the Archbishop of New York. Yes. And I'm going to be doing some more of those. 
So I'm busy. We like seeing you. It's Stacy Keach, and uh, as we say, he's back hosting American Greed on CNBC, and you can stream that as well. Stacy, stay well. We hope to see you soon. Thank you, Jim. Just one of the nicest guys in Hollywood, and there's a reason why he's so busy. Everybody wants to work with him. That does it for this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. I'm Jim Tofty. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com. 